welcome back to the First with First podcast. Uh, I'm Alan Johnson, the Director of Ministries here at First United Methodist Church in Marion, Virginia. And I'm here uh, with our pastor, James Bennington. Hi. And we are continuing our conversation uh, about a lot of the issues and the things happening within the denomination, United Methodist Church, and uh, have have been segueing and, and switching focus and going to start in earnest today about what unites us, what brings us together as the body of Christ, uh, the things that we have in common, and specifically then um, some some comments and some commentary from our bishop uh, when she held the bishop days uh, recently in our in our conference in our district, and uh, she made many good points and has a, a, a great vision for the future and mm, of, for Holston Conference and. Uh, I'm excited about it, and I'm excited to get into this uh, topic. Yeah, me too. Me too, Alan. I mean, this is, you know, when when it's like, well, what do we do? What do we do? Where are we going? And there's not anything that gives any kind of definition or um, thought to that. You know, people just kind of guess and wonder, and it can be a little, be a little anxious-inducing. Um, and it's a fair question. It's like, well, where are we headed? What is going to happen as things seem to be un, un, um, unraveling a little bit in terms of kind of our structure and churches deciding to to exit and some deciding not to exit and so forth. And um, our bishop, uh, Deborah Wallace Paget, um, uh, very creatively, thoughtfully, and with, with a great deal of spiritual leadership, uh, shared um, in these in these days within each of the districts to just come and share. And she had a session with the clergy and then a session with the laity who wanted to attend. And so over at Lebanon Memorial back in September, we had our, our day with the bishop, and she met with the clergy, of which I was a part of in the morning. And then uh, she met with uh, the laity, uh, that afternoon, which uh, several folks from here mm-hmm. attended yeah. as well, um, and and you were there. I was I was um, very privileged so, to be there. Yes, uh, it, it it was a it was a it was a presentation saying you know here's where we are, looking looking ahead, and saying, well how how are we going to be together, and what are we going to do as we go forward as. As things, you know, structurally, politically, um, movements create, you know, us not being, um, you know, us all staying together as we have been in years past, but some churches choosing to leave the denomination, maybe align with another denomination, excuse me, and some churches saying, well, we're just going to stand on our own. the anchor verse that uh, Bishop Wallace uh, Paget chose uh, was uh, Colossians chapter one verse twenty-seven. It says, "To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory." That this is the anchor verse, the the essence of that anchor verse, uh, Christ in you. Jesus in us, um, and that because of that, because of that reality, we are hopeful uh, and can look to our future 
with a sense of God is with us and God goes with us and challenges us, encourages us uh, to go forward. And so um, as groups have been looking at you know what what's down the road coming you know, some in this year some already some in this year and especially in, in when the general conference of 2024 meets um, there are some pathways that have been affirmed of of churches going forward and how we will go forward and how we will be united methodists um, and very much wesleyan in our heart and in our practice. And one of those pathways is that what churches are going to do, United Methodist churches are going to do going forward, is that we will honor and continue our covenant together, which means as churches we are connected one to each other, and that our covenant together is to be places no matter if we're uh, four people or 4,000 people, that we will be places that will seek to be engaged in mission. Uh, And the mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And that we will seek to do that to the utmost. That we will honor uh, that covenant together to be a a body of, of Christ, as, as Paul would put it, that we are engaged in um, representing and sharing Christ, sharing Jesus with our respective communities, wherever we might be. And that is uh, very much a, a pathway forward that no matter the name that we take on, what, what name's on the building, that's a covenant we have together. Um, another pathway is recognizing that we are well equipped to reach a complex society. Uh, I know there are opinions and thoughts about what makes our society complex. I have those thoughts and opinions myself. Sure. Um, everyone does. And saying, gosh, uh, I don't agree. I don't like this. This is not my cup of tea. Um, This is not uh, a particular aspect I appreciate. Um, That's very fair. And and United Methodism has, from the get-go, been a place where it hasn't been about everybody agreeing and thinking alike. It's been about everybody being connected together around the common purpose of mission, of making disciples, and growing in a relationship with God and Jesus Christ. But looking at at who we are, how we are, um, how we're equipped to uh, invite, to welcome, to... Um, a a theology that is robust and sound, that every person is a person of sacred worth, Um, all persons are loved and sought by God, Uh, that because of that and and how we are with 
Bible study and worship and uh, that we seek to be welcoming to all and inclusive, um, we are well suited to meet the complexity that exists in in our society today. And to say, well, we recognize that folks are struggling. Come on, sit down. We'll let's have a let's have a cup of coffee or a glass of water, and we'll we'll talk about the struggle together. We're we're probably more equipped to do that than most, and we have a, a history, a track record of doing that and doing that well. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm most if you, if you know me, you know I'm new to uh, this denomination. To, to the still, I would still consider myself be new to this church. Uh, just a few years in, one of the things that I uh, experienced early on about this church, and I, I would I would expand that I, I feel to the to the denomination wide or, or that influence anyway, was just that what you're talking about welcoming inviting loving atmosphere uh that that people it, whatever they might have known about me at the time or maybe they didn't it didn't matter either way uh because i'm i'm a person created in the image of god and worthy of love and respect and acceptance because of that and mm-hmm. that alone mm-hmm. and there's a lot of churches that i uh had come out of and been a part of that that would not have been the case and and would still not be the case today uh, much more known for uh, who they would reject than for who they would accept. Uh, yeah, and and it's one of the things I love about Methodism and being a part of of that in this church um, is that there's this there's this middle way. You know, I've seen a lot of uh, people say where the uh, Methodism is the is the church of the extreme middle. And uh, I like that. Uh, I, I think I like that's. That I think that's accurate. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of folks. I mean, this is. I guess this is my perception, but I've also seen it in print and and um, and, and and on podcasts by people who are way smarter than I could ever hope to be. Um, talk about how we we tend to see things as mutually exclusive, like um, to be inclusive is to just not have any standards or guidelines. Mm-hmm. To be um, very traditional is to be very um, harsh or, or, or exclusive. And, and neither is true. Yeah. Neither is true. Um, the perception is there by um, groups that kind of cast that idea but in, in praxis, that's not true. To be traditional and hold to traditional values is not to be exclusive of, of people. Um, I mean, a, a traditional understanding, a core understanding of the Christian faith is Jesus is God's Son, uh, born, manifest God with us in Bethlehem, uh, rose to become, uh, grew up and and. Uh, was raised to be a uh, a carpenter and uh, came to understand that he was called of God because he is God's son, uh, baptized by John, and began ministry. Repent for the kingdom has come. The kingdom is near. And lived and taught about forgiveness, um, 
the kingdom, the way of salvation, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, and it, it, and it, it, and it, at the same time, Jesus was very keen and specific. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to God but through me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he said, I seek all. Um, that's modeled in his life. He, he reached out to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He reached out to Samaritans. He reached out to, um, well, he reached out to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is a model that he has given us in his life that we are to reach out to all. Um, and some might say, well, the way some folks live their life is going to collide with that standard. Yes, it is. It, it, it is. Sure. And it's the engagement of, of people with the truth of who Jesus is. And it's not up to us to change a person's lifestyle as much as it is to share who Jesus is, and the Holy Spirit will change that person. We don't change people. We don't alter who people are and how they behave. That's what the Holy Spirit does. But we are the ones that have the responsibility, the obligation, the devotion to share, here is Jesus. This is who Jesus is and what Jesus can do, what Jesus is seeking to do. I'm sorry, I kind of wandered off into theological waters there. <laughs> now you're spot on, and that comes, that's the mission. You know, the, the mission is to to uh, make disciples, and that's that's it's really we're we're in partnership with God in doing that. But you know, God does most of the work. He 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 does the internal work that allows people to grow up into into to grow up into Him, uh, and. That's. I think it's a mistake we make. Uh, I know I have in the past, and and uh, to, to trying to basically be the Holy Spirit for someone. Yeah. Uh, and I got plenty enough in my own life that I need the Holy Spirit for. Whoa. I certainly can't. Same here. <laughs> Same here. You know, I I think sometimes the way the the message of let's invite, you know, um, let's let's reach out to people, it. It kind of lands with folks. I think sometimes it lands with them to say, oh, gosh, it's up to me to mm. make my neighbor come to church. Um, if I don't get my son, daughter, nephew, niece, spouse, I, if I don't get them to come to church, and you know, oh, oh I've, 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 I've let it down. I've messed up. You know, and, and the perception is there that that, the perception exists that that's so. Well, if I invite somebody, it's up to me to get them to come. And and I get that. I feel that too. It's like, well, if I invite somebody to come to church and they don't come, oh shoot, what did I do? Uh, I didn't. I didn't follow through right. I didn't ask them in the right way. But the but the reality of it is, it's it's not my job to make somebody come. It's it's my obligation my duty my love my devotion to invite people to share with them the good news of Jesus and so I will invite someone and 
because they know and they're aware, uh, they have that opportunity. The, the Holy Spirit has, has ground upon which to, to work and share in that person's life. And so I will be, it's, it's not up to me to make anybody do anything. It's up to the Holy Spirit to change them. And the Holy Spirit is way, way better capable and equipped yes. than I could ever hope to be. And so, um, you know, over and over again, the, the, it's, it's in Scripture. It's not, it's not up to me to make anybody do anything. It's, it's up to me to share and invite and, and be a, a witness, give a, give a representation of who Jesus is. And the Holy Spirit will take it from there. And that, that, makes me, that makes me feel a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Takes a lot of pressure off. Well, it does. It does. And, and it helps me to, to hone in on what, what it is I am supposed to do, which is invite, share, and be responsible in that way. Um, but not go, oh, well, you know, James, they didn't come to church. You messed it up. No, no, I didn't, I didn't mess it up. Um, you know, I, I invited someone to come to church to experience the good things that are here, um, and it's on them if they don't if they don't respond. It's not on me. Um, so, it, it, I mean, that's a that's a perspective. That's a perspective, um, and it leads it leads into this this other um, pathway that has been affirmed as we're looking at going future that that the bishop shared. Um, she shared that you know there'll be a a, a, a deepened, renewed, um, kind of a, a honing in on uh, disciple making. That who we are and what we're about is 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 more marked by disciple making and what we're doing in that regard. Uh, it's it's. Uh, you know our, our our teaching, our preaching, our, our worship, our our time together as a congregation, um, what we're seeking to do by way of uh, of events and things that we offer as a church. It's about disciple making, and I mean that's always been there. It's not like we've discovered it and now all of a sudden we're going to do it. No, 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 that's been the essence of who we are, but. Um, when shifts and change happen, which is what's happening right now in our denomination, it's a time to say, "Well, we can get back to, we can get back to some essentials." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the one example I think of as a as a coffee lover, uh, Starbucks is a, is a good place to visit. Um, as a company, you know, you could go into a Starbucks and they'd have books on coffee and CDs and they tried to do lunch and 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 some of these other kinds of things and the the CEO of Starbucks said, "Well, we make coffee." Yeah. And so a lot of those things got uh stripped away and they got back to here's coffee. Here's coffee you can buy and here's coffee you can drink. And if you want a coffee mug to drink coffee, which is what we do, we might have some mugs, and we have some things you can eat with your coffee, but we're about coffee. And so it's just kind of that 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 it wasn't saying we're we're not gonna we're not gonna be. I mean, they'd always had coffee, mm-hmm. but they just got back to this essential. Yeah, you know, yeah. And just got back to that essential of we're about coffee, and so that's what we're going to do. I'm kind of kind of 
you know, not say we're well, we're just going to ignore everything else. It's like no, we're just we're just going to hone in, hone more specifically, intentionally on the essential, which is coffee. Well, in some in some sense, that's what's happening with the church. That we're, I mean, disciple making has always been core, but now getting back to disciple making as primary, um, a, a renewed intentionality on it. Is, is taking place, and it's forming, it's taking shape. So, um, as these pathways become more articulated, I think we will begin to see more of a definition, uh, a fleshing out, um, uh, Putting, uh, my dad would say, putting putting flesh putting flesh to the skeleton, putting meat on the bone, and and uh, we got the structure there. But what it's going to look like, how it's going to be, that, that's as churches respond, as churches engage, that's what we're going to see more of is mm-hmm. what it's going to look like. Right. right. So, well, that's the exciting thing. Uh, that, that's it's because that's that's what we're here to do. And one of the one of the worst consequences, I think, of this whole issue has been just a, that great distraction from from that, from what we're primarily here to do. And instead, we're we're arguing and and debating and uh, divvying up stuff and all these things. Well, in the meantime, uh, you know, there's disciples to be made that aren't being made, uh, and I think it's great. I mean, it's it, we were. Makes me think of a revival of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 revive at its root is to, you know, be alive again. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there, there there's kind of a there's this there's this malaise that comes over a person when it's just you're you're dealing with an issue that is contentious and and at its core is is very difficult to process and understand divides people because their opinions and their views on things are different. And there's just kind of this malaise around, you know, uh, worship and youth and uh, children and outreach. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I believe this, these these pathways, as they're being presented to us and as, as we're looking for them to be implemented on a more intentional level, it, it helps to get rid of the malaise and start to look at more of that that revived focused renewed energy um, a, a, a real focusing in on you know what what is what is very very core to who we are as a people who seek to know God and follow God um, you know, information is not as important as transformation. And so this is the means of transformation. As certain shifts are taking place, some of which we've had some input on and some which we just don't have any control over at all. So I think I think the days ahead are good. And uh, more on the pathways as they become um, more articulated, and, uh, um, but it's, it's very much a latching on point for um, who we are as a church and who we are as a people. 
And I think I think we can have some confidence that as we're going forward, we have some we have some uh, direction, and we have some um, a greater sense of this is what that's going to look like. It's not just going to be a random wander wander out down the road ahead, but there's some there's some actual there's some actual mapping out of the of the road we're going to travel down. Yeah. And and I look forward to getting into that more yeah. as we go. And the next podcast, um, the next time we sit down and talk together, we'll be talking about some of the principles of this moving forward and what that looks like. Right, and so tune in for that. Um, and we're going to be getting these out as regular as we can. We get every two weeks. We hope to. So so keep in keep that in mind. Watch for this. Uh, as we learn more together and grow more together and and move forward together as a family of God and uh, and I think many many great things to come and seek to um, be a part of God's mission which is to make disciples being disciples making disciples that's who we are that's what we're about and if we do that the second part of that will happen the world will be transformed to the glory of God. Amen. So until next time, uh, like, share, uh, help us subscribe, all those things, and uh, we will be back in a couple weeks.